And we are live. We'll do it live. Welcome everyone to Claret Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right. Football and football. Balls for everyone's taste. It is Tuesday, the 19th of January, 2021, which means only one thing. West Ham won today. Yeah. What is it like to lose in 2021? Never. I I don't know. My team doesn't lose in that year. This is uh, maybe our greatest year of all time. We're the best team this year. Four wins back to back to back to back. We're loving life right now. Not bad. But uh, I should introduce myself, really, in case you're a first-time viewer. My name is Mike Fish, and I'm joined, as always, by... The co-host with the co-most, it's Alex Middleton. How you doing, buddy? How how was your extended weekend? Uh, it was pretty good. I mean, it's always it's always good when we're doing a pod like right after a West Ham win. So you know, it's been it's been pretty great. Things have been pretty good. Two week or last two time or last uh, time we talked, which there's been two wins since then. So can't complain too much. But because they come thick and fast, I can't. Who was? Who did we beat? Other we than Burnley, Burnley. We Burnley 1-0, and then, yeah, West Brom 2-1. It's a shame they scored, but whatever. It was an offside We just goal. win so many, I almost forget against, like, who, you know? But, yeah, it's yeah, nice when it in. happens. Because, uh, yeah, look, that's a problem about doing this once a week is sometimes if the, the game is on, like, Wednesday and we have to mm-hmm. talk about it six days later, I have, like, no <laughs> idea what happened in that game. You're like, yeah, we did some things there. But uh, so extended weekend before we get into the game. Did you do anything special to celebrate MLK Day, or did you just just chill? Did you? I don't um, know. How do you celebrate MLK Day? I'm not sure. I'm I this country. watched a lot of hockey and basketball yesterday. Was what I did. I mean, I didn't really go anywhere. So that was that was what was on TV. New York, New Jersey sports on the up and up right now. Watched because on Saturday, so this is where I'm hoping, right? So on Saturday, West Ham won in the morning, and then the New Jersey Devils won in the afternoon, beat the Bruins. West Ham won today. And yeah, a very rare OT win for the Devils. And then now, in about an hour's time, they're dropping the puck. Is that what they say in hockey? Is that how they kick off? Yeah, Yeah. drop drops at whatever time, whatever, uh, against the New York Rangers. So Hoping that'd be a good end. That'd be a good, and hopefully we win that one. Um, right before we dive in, though, to full-on sports talk, I've been like this. Been this thing's been mulling on my brain for a couple of days now, and I need I need like a second person's opinion, right? All right. So on what day was it? I, Sunday. So Sunday, taking a drive, and I see a billboard advertising something. Now I know you're a, a wholesome young man. Mm-hmm. Um, clean living guy doesn't do anything <laughs> bad or but so there's these establishments right where you can go in and in exchange of money young ladies will dance in your general vicinity mm. and like remove their clothing i've heard of these establishments right okay so I, I, I googled it. Apparently, they're called strip clubs, apparently. I don't know. But um, so there's this one right near me in New Jersey. Now, so 
it's called shout out to XXXV 35 strip club or gentlemen's yeah. club as they're called here. Um, so generally they get a bad rap, I guess, because they seem very sordid and dingy. Like, oh, you're going to a strip club. Ugh. You know, what I mean? you know what I'm saying? You've heard this. Yeah, I'm sure. I feel, yeah. So this one, though, stands out because this one's slightly different. This one advertised that it was a BYOB gentleman's club. Now, so the thing that got me is like, hmm, does the fact, because my initial reaction was, does the fact that it's a BYOB strip club somehow make it seem a little more dirtier, like dingier, like, ugh. Or better. Oh, I'm sure it's much or more fun. Or better, because you know, then you get to like be like, yo, I got a cooler I'm bringing in. For <laughs> <laughs> a styrofoam cooler in. <laughs> I think that's... We're going to get a little lit today, boys. Let's go. I guess that's like the kind of thing where normally like the get out of jail free card, you know, because everyone, you know, oh, no, I'm I'm going because it's, it's Brad's birthday or it's Brad's bachelor weekend. So, you know, I'm going, but I'm just going to sit at the bar, you know, maybe I'll have one dance, but I'm... The level of preparation you have to do to go to the liquor store, fix your cooler, we're ready for the strip club. It just seems I mean, very you don't strange have to spend like two hundred dollars on like strip club drinks at least, because you know they're not cheap. So they get you. So then like you're like, I'm gonna roll in, I got my own booze, I got more money to spend on these ladies, you know, putting them through college or whatever else they're doing. But I had a that because normally this is how they get you. I mean, I haven't been to a strip club in many, many years, but I have to admit, I dabbled in my youth. But normally, that way they get you fleecy for money is when the strippers start asking you to buy them drinks, right? And they always and it's send, like, you work here, just bro, like get your own drink. You should drink it for free. And it's like normally like a $30 glass of Prosecco or some shit like that. But how does you gotta like, hop up on a on a pole in a couple minutes. What are you doing? You don't need to be under the influence. You need to be on your game. You need to be sharp. It's gonna give you heartburn. Or something. It's gonna know. give you heartburn. <laughs> Look, I care about you. I, do you want some tums? I have some tums. <laughs> but that, that's how I say you get them to just leave you alone in the bar if you want to watch the game. You're like, ah, I'm worried about you. Are, are you taking your vitamins? <laughs> but. Uh, like when when they go, oh, you want to buy me a drink? Have you ever had you order your pizza? Just reaching into your cooler. There you go. Help yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it'd be interesting. It's a cool, but I don't know. Just for some reason, my initial instinct was kind of like, that's kind of weird. It just seems, but uh, there you go. Apparently, they exist. BYOB strip clubs. We got some BYOB stuff here, like, you know, uh, y'all don't really do crawfish up there. No big deal. I've eaten crawfish for. A year straight now, but they have some BYOB crawfish places, and it's always like, fuck yeah, we can just go pick up some beer on the way there, and like that's one less thing you got to worry about. I, yeah, I can see how you're like, does it lower the quality? Does it make it seem like it's a sleazier place? Because it's like, oh, like they aren't even serving that stuff, but it's also like it is cheaper. So, yeah, when things are cheaper, it's like the guys that go to everything that's free, you know, like. When I was in college, we had like my, my my roommate one year was like the guy that hey you get a free t shirt if you go down to campus at tonight at eight o'clock you can get a free sandwich and and t shirt he's like well hell let's go I'm like I don't really I don't really want a free shirt that bad dude like I'm good <laughs> like we got some food here he's like come on man it's free and I think like yeah 
you get to like, we can bring our own beer. Like that's the same kind of people. It's not so much the free people. It's just like the, Oh, cool. Now I don't have to pay for drinks. I can get lit already. And like you, then you just, you're going to have a more uh, raucous crowd. I would assume. That's true. Although I just thought about it. BYOB strip clubs like there, but I think below that definitely are like the strip clubs that have like the breakfast buffet. Like who goes? That's that. If if you're at okay, that's. I mean, if they're gonna feed me when I'm there, I'm gonna eat. Is it but, gonna be the best quality food? No, but do I expect it to be gourmet shit? Uh, uh-uh, uh, absolutely not. You know, steak night at a place like that, I'm down. It's a it classes it up, honestly. TBH, it's like cool. I didn't know I should have worn a tie. We're at steaks here. <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're, you're talking about like a a dinner and a show. This is a breakfast buffet. Like someone's oh, going. They have yeah, I like the middle of the day breakfast buffets too. You see some of the girls over there, and they're getting into some of it. You're like, what are y'all doing? No, this is for me. This is for me. Y'all working? Do you want me to get a tongue right. again? Do- <laughs> <laughs> Could you pass the uh, eggs, please? I'm trying to make a breakfast taco over here. It's a social study. Maybe we have to do that. See what the crowd's <laughs> like. That'd be an interesting crowd. Okay, if you're, I don't know who's, I don't know how many people we have watching at all. But like, if anybody's watching, would you prefer like? a strip club that had a steak night or a strip club with a breakfast buffet. Cause I mean, really I'm a breakfast foods guy. Anyways, I do enjoy a steak, but like breakfast food is probably the best of all the foods. Have a hash brown. You get a hash you, uh... brown, you get bacon, you get eggs, you know, you can fill up on that stuff. Steak. It's steak. I mean, you can have bad steak, whatever. It's still steak. Would you eat seafood at a strip club? Probably not. <laughs> I think that's where I draw the line. I'm not going to have the peel and eat shrimp. <laughs> I'm going to pass on that. You draw the line of having to wear a bib in a strip club. Well, you don't really want to like, I don't know. You're touching money. You're touching all like, you know, I mean, you don't, we don't touch. You're not allowed to touch. Not anymore. But like, you know, you have, you got, you got hands on money all this time. And then like, I'm not going to go grab stuff. I'm going to have to touch with my hands either. This is a breakfast buffet, although you'd probably get bacon and eggs. So never mind. I don't know. I don't know, dude. You just gotta embrace where you're at. What is the what is the COVID situation like in a strip club? How does that work? Well, they had like they had a drive-through strip club here in Houston. I didn't go, but just it's I mean, you know, I, if you think about it, if you're a stripper, like you were making cash, and then just all this happens, and like a lot of small businesses it's shutting down, but like this is like a contact business. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is this is a big deal. I, I know that we have some places in Houston that are opening up. T's and P's to all of the Houston strippers. I know James Harden just got traded up to your neck of the woods. Uh, so like, you're the strippers up in like Brooklyn, New Jersey, and New York City area. Like, they're gonna be stoked because they are gonna be making a lot of money. James Harden loves them some strip clubs, but Houston strip clubs down here are getting pretty sad just because that's a pretty solid revenue stream in the pandemic. That's gonna be leaving them now. How does drive through work? I don't know, dude. Like, do you just get out, sit in a chair they've got already there? It just seems like a lot of work. And I, I appreciate, like, I'm not against, I'm, I'm all for, like, like restaurants and everything, opening up, doing to-go, whatever. But it's like, you know, if you can work at a drive through strip club, like, you know, more power to you. I'm all for it. I'm all for businesses being able to make some money right now. I just personally probably would pass on the drive through strip club. Oh, I, I'm not knocking the idea of it. No, I'm not saying you are, but I'm just like, I'm just, it just doesn't, it seems like it would be, 
I'm just trying to work at the logistics of it. Like, it just I feel like you, maybe they just have a chair there. You got to wear a mask. You got to sanitize your hands. Maybe you get a temperature check. You go. You she dances. You get out. You're done. I just, Do they have a pole? It's like you know, like the COVID testing sites where they just have the tents. Like yeah. the tent, they close the tent. Well, no, I guess they'd have to leave it open. Do they have just a pole in each thing? Like said, you know, the old uh, tetherball pole. They just have a tetherball pole now. It's on the tire. It's like it's it's anchoring it down, and they're just dancing on a tetherball pole. As she seductively removes her hazmat suit. Well, she can't because it's a see-through hazmat suit. That's <laughs> that's where you go right there. All right, now I was thinking like I'm for everybody with the drive-through. It's kind of like almost like a scene from a zombie movie where all of a sudden this woman just jumps on the front of your car and just starts rubbing herself against <laughs> the windscreen. <laughs> well, what if it was it was like ET where there's like a big like tunnel of tents and like you got to go through the one where they just do whatever the steam thing is and just just <laughs> so you're sanitized and the door slides open and you're like, all right, cool, sanitized, we're good, let's go, let's see some strippers. Then when you leave, you got to get sanitized again on the way out. I don't think it's that complex, but just I'm saying, it's the future right now we're living in. I'm sure somebody's got some idea like that. But in summary, if anyone, if any frontline workers deserve a vaccine, it's those girls. It is them. Because they yeah, are doing in the work. doing the hard work right there. So God bless those people. Right. Now we've covered that. Let's get in to some sports. So today, sports, 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 sports. Boom. West Ham 2, West Brom 1. Uh, what did you think of today's game, Alex? Um, I feel like I've said this every game that we have won, so I'm going to keep saying it, but like it was a pretty boring first half. Yes, I would put Alex. We scored in the first half. We scored at the very end of the first half. It was an absolute beautiful goal. Uh, it all began from our buddy Ben Benny Hane over there. Then he got it to Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls set it up nicely, and Antonio just put it right through the net, and that was absolutely beautiful. But um, just I feel like we just hang out the first half of every single game pretty much for the most part. And it's like, yeah, maybe we're feeling it. We're trying to get our bearings on us, but I don't know. Maybe appreciate our defense because we needed our defense a couple times. I thought Fabianski led an easy one in today. That Fabianski also made some pretty solid saves. I thought maybe we should have deserved a penalty there at the end. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. All in all, um, we didn't play our best game. Typical West Ham playing to our competition. But the difference in this team, as I've said a couple of times, compared to last year is, like, we would have lost this game last year. It would have been a draw last year. And this team, they're gritty. They, they're scrappy. They go out there, and uh, they, they got that second goal. Bowen, you called it, too. So Bowen got the Bowen got the goal that was the that ended up being the winner. I saw it in my mind. You did in your little crystal ball. I just wish I had put money on it. You should have. Could have made thirty five bucks. Would have been nice. Been nice. Would have been nice. But yeah, so the West Brom goal. I, I thought that was I maybe I need to look up on the updated rules and how offside works maybe i'm missing something but that looked pretty offside to me in that 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 their player had to get out of the way of the ball but he looked like he was distracting fabianski to me yeah but on tv they seemed pretty sold with it so i was like they seem like they know more about soccer than i do i'm gonna go with them 
You never trust the pundits. What do they know? It's full of players. Talking heads. What do they know? It's the liberal media trying to tell you what they want you to think. You're sheep. I'm a sheep right now. That's what I am, buddy. I'm not no sheeple. Um, I, I don't know. I think that it, it, we're 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 a pretty solid team right now. You know, against the bigger clubs playing like we did today is not going to get it done. I, I mean, we don't really expect to beat those bigger clubs right now. And I think that where we are right now, I think we're eight points away from safety, eight points away from forty, basically. Oh, I see. Right? Okay, that's what you mean. I thought you were saying. I mean, is it forty like the magic number they all say? Yeah, it's normally like a thirty-eight, forty. That's where you want to hit. So like I'm still, I mean, I, I, believe me, right I'm cool if we could get to like I don't know I'm not a math guy and we're halfway through the season. Like I'm cool with so, let's just say we double our points. If we had the 64 points. You know how sick that would be. That would be a pretty solid season, I think. And I don't think any of us would have believed it. Like, do you think we could get to 60s? Like, do you think we could hit the 60s? I mean, there's there's been games where. Am I crazy for thinking that we could? No, not at all. Because I think I told you, I buy in fast, and I bought in already. There's games <laughs> that we've lost that I think we could have won. Maybe there are a couple that we maybe won where we deserve to draw. I don't know. I can't remember exactly, but I know there's definitely games that, like the Newcastle game at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure you know uh, we could take care of those kind of games, and even Arsenal. I mean, they're they're looking better now, but they're not looking great. So. I definitely think it's in our wheelhouse um, to get to that 60 mark. And if we did double our points tally, that would get us to 64. And if 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 that was last season, that would get us fifth position, which would be very nice. Because that would be the Europe. Be Europe. Yeah, we're in, we're in Europe right there. And again, I'm sad. I've, I've uh, talked about how I'm a little nervous with our depth. I think we would definitely have to invest. I don't trust our ownership to really invest. But speaking of depth, uh, like let's not look too far, I guess, ahead. But uh, I know we got Doncaster on Saturday. You know, that's that seems like something we should do to win. Uh, we, we, we should win that one. I mean, I, don't, I know West Ham doesn't always play up to par. In I, these I'm expecting games. another close game. Like It'll be like one nil again. Yeah. Um, well, I, I just – we got to rest some dudes. We got to get some guys some rest. Now, I understand, you know, we're not really – filled with depth and everything as you were just talking about, but just like, I feel like Suchek's played in every game as of late. Like we've had with, with this weird schedule, where it's a compacted schedule. We, we like Antonio doesn't need to play on Saturday, right? No. Rice doesn't need to play on Saturday. Suchek doesn't need to play on Saturday. We need to give some dudes some rest I because think- we got a pretty big stretch coming up in just a little bit that we need those guys to be, a healthy four and two just in form. And I think like we are in form, but uh Suchek's been running a marathon the last like two weeks, I feel like. Yeah, but there's a lot of players that need to, to be rested. I would definitely take Fabianski out of the game. I think um, yeah, again, I definitely think he'll be out. Definitely drop Antonio. because uh, pretty, pretty much pretty much everywhere we have we have good depth because you know, at the back we've got up front, um, I'm not alone. I mean, maybe not up front. Yeah, I was going to say, at the back, we've got... A, a, I'm pretty sure they're healthy, but we've got, like, Balbuena and Issa Diop that could come in. Fredericks can come in. Um, what's the... I don't know, Ben Johnson, he can come in. Yeah. Oh, he'll definitely play. I can definitely see a Ben Johnson start Saturday. 
in the midfield, yeah, we've got yeah, you know, Yarmolenko can come in and things that's whatever. Um, Fornells because he didn't start today, right? He came on. Right. Yarmo, speaking yeah. of Yarmo, looked. I mean, it's easy to like say like, yeah, he didn't really. What did he do? But like, he kind of set up uh, the he set up the Bowen goal, and then just he was he did everything he needed to do all over the field. Like he was quietly just like killing it. I felt like I thought that there was a big difference when Yarmo came in and I want to say he came in for Benny. Yeah, well, I think I can't remember exactly. Cause he kind of, there was a double. Swap, he came right? in for ben- yeah. Well, he came, I know he came in when Benny went out. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I don't know. I thought Yarmolenko was pretty, uh, pretty effective today. So hopefully, you know, that continues on Saturday and he can kind of lead the troops. But yeah, Rice needs to kind of rest. He's been playing a ton. I know he's young, but just let's give him some rest and just I don't want Antonio going Saturday. I don't no. want Antonio going Saturday. His I'd even a little nervous. I was worried that like he was in as long as he was today, but then just you saw we took him out and they like when when West Ham has no Antonio in like there's no offensive threat really. Like we got some no. guys up front, they can kind of do some things, but you still need that like guy in a striker role. And I really feel like that was one of the things that held us back with Alaire was just like nobody took us serious. They're like, cool, make sure he can't bicycle kick because that's about it. Like, yeah, he's not, he's not gonna outrun us. Just kind of chill. He has shit pace right now. Like, I he just I I, I don't know. I, I think that people didn't take us seriously with Alaire. Antonio has that effort and just. Even when he was gassed, he was run. There was there was that run he had in the second half, like right before he got subbed out. But he did, it was like a football run. Yeah, he like Saquon Barkley. Yeah, everybody, just talk about another guy with great thighs. He just Saquon Barkley his way through. Like ah, I'm not gonna give you the ball. Fuck you. Get off. I got places to be. And I thought you know they should have turned that into a little bit more than that. That wasn't really his fault. I think that was a. Was it Sufa? I think had had an opportunity, just didn't really make a, a great pass or whatever. But I I I, I, don't know, I thought uh, Antonio played great. Just when you have him in, it's a totally different story. He is night and day better than Alaire. And maybe, I mean, Alaire has a lot of skill, but Alaire's just not in this West Ham system. He doesn't no. fit. Antonio, he's built for this kind of thing. And uh, I think that that showed today when you pulled him out, you're just like, there's not a threat anymore. And it was, you even texted me, you're like, I know my, sc- my screen's not broken because I think I saw Noble come in for Antonio. I was like, no, I saw the same thing. And I was kind of wondering it. And I was like, I guess we're playing back, but like, we had to play back because there was just there was there's no threat offensively, and then we almost fucked it up in that 15 minutes after he got sent out. But yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, I understood. In fact, I guess Moyes was like trying to just okay, let's just cut it off in the last 10 minutes. Let's just shut down shop. Let's get the two-one win. But then again, you look at the bench. What else could he have done? There was there's no that's like strikers on the bench so like, i can find something got some sign somebody guys i don't know we gotta do yeah, something the only guy who can i guess play in a striker role was Berama, but he was off so i don't know i think they should definitely play the i can't remember his name the uh odubeku or maybe i'm saying that wrong yep that the youngster yep. Yep, that guy. I know who you're talking about. He, he should play. Actor, but. He should definitely start, I think, against Doncaster. Um, just give the young guys a shot. Let's just let's just see if they're hungry, as hungry as the starters, you know? I don't think we can do any worse, honestly. I think I don't think we should go yeah, over. Yeah, win 1-0. <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll see. And I think the only thing I'm worried about is no offense to him. I love him, but 
I can see Mark Noble starting on Saturday. And I, I would I would not be surprised. I would be surprised if he didn't start on Saturday. And it's gonna be a boring, slow midfield. But Again, it is at home, I believe, right? Because uh, it being at yes. home makes you feel a little bit better. Because I feel like with our pitch, we're going to be able to spread them out a little bit more. When you go to like, do they are different pitches, different sizes, or are they all the same size? Yeah, there's so there's you can have like as long as the pitch has to be within certain dimensions. But yeah, so I felt like the smaller Stockport like, one just felt like it was a smaller pitch. Yeah, like when I know we, it's a smaller stadium, it just I know when we played at the bowling ground that was one of the one of the smaller ones in the premier league i think if i remember correctly and so now we've gone to london stadium that was i think that was what a lot of people were saying was where our poor form came when we initially switched to london stadium we went from a relatively small pitch to a very large pitch and our players i guess weren't used to it that's what they were saying so yeah i, I just feel like in the smaller stadiums it's like I, I don't know. I just thought I think like the the weather played a part a part in Stockport, like we talked about on last yep. week's podcast. But just I think being at home, maybe you know, if you get these young guys an opportunity to play where like they want to play professionally, like long term, like they want to be starting in the Premier League games there, like maybe that gives them a little bit more fire. I don't I don't know. Just we don't need to fuck up anything right now. Like we just like we've been pretty. We've had a lot of injury luck. I feel like compared to previous seasons where knock on wood, we haven't really had a ton of like serious injuries. Yeah. Antonio had the hamstring thing. Fabianski had the scare. Uh, Massa has been injured, but realistically, like we've, we've had many, many worse seasons as far as I get just in my three, four years being a fan uh, that like we are experiencing right now. So I think that why you got these guys, why you got the depth, let's rest those starters. Let's, let's take on Doncaster with, with a young squad, with some guys that we kind of mixed in, but like the guys that have been playing significant minutes, let's give them a little rest. I would even go as far as to make sure like Antonio's not even on the bench. Don't don't even give yourself the chance the to option, put him on yeah. and injure him. Just keep him away. Stick him in the stands. Yeah. One thing I one thing I do have to mention. Where's my there we go, pointing? That is that new that painting behind you. Oh, the dog. Yeah. The dog. Yeah. It's pretty regal. I thought you had like the queen. It's the queen, right? It is the queen. Okay. Queen I, I want, I didn't, uh, okay. So you got the queen behind you. And I was like, well, Mike's got like something that's pretty regal. My, uh, my friend Alyssa for past the gravy, it says King of Gravy. It's the notorious BIG King in New York um, album art. She just drew my face on that as a king. And I was like, it'd be funny if I, since Mike has a queen behind him and in his picture, if I got like my dog as a queen, so it's king and queen on either side. So just Wheezy is looking very regal, I think. I mean, I'm not going to go get it now, but for Christmas, I got one. So of my dog's head on a regal body as well. <laughs> is that so? That's what I was like. Is it, did you get that for Christmas as well? Uh, well, I got my brother. Um, see, hold on. I'm just, just, I don't know why we're getting into this since I, I got it. Um, for Christmas, I got my brother this and it came late. But when it came late, um, this is my brother's dog as an astronaut for those of you just listening. But when it came, um, I was just like, dude, that is such an amazing painting. I still haven't given it to him yet because I haven't seen him since. Uh, since like Christmas and New Year's and it got in there afterwards. But I just like, it was sitting in my house just staring at me. And I was like, I want one of Wheezy. 
the studio. So I got one and it came in last week. So is this from the same website? Can you just like pick Crown the dog? And and then... Yeah, crownandpaw.com, I think this is the name of it. And it's like a hundred bucks to get the canvas and everything. And yeah, I know you could just make it on Photoshop or whatnot, but no, I just, I wanted it just done without me having to do it. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. I'm very happy with my <laughs> Christmas present. I'll At some point, I'll put it up. But I need more my... dog art, really. I think we all need more dog art. Let's pause for reflection on that. <laughs> anyway, that was uh, that was fun. Um, so yeah, so West Brom, shit. I'm also kind of glad there because after how they ditched Billich pretty quickly, I'm kind of enjoying the fact that they're being miserable and probably going to get relegated. Doncaster, um, are we going to in trouble? Speaking of West Brom. Like, did you see that we're being investigated for the Snodgrass sale and saying he couldn't play against us? Now they're saying it's like, like we're not going to get a point deduction. We would just get a fine, right? Oh, I don't think they can deduct points for that. I'm pre- I mean, I'm not like 100% on the, the laws of the game, but I'm pretty sure that's not a points deductible kind of thing. But yeah, we'll probably, I think worst case scenario, they'll like, Right, you can't make any transfers in for the next two. Would it though? Because <laughs> our I was like, oh no, <laughs> just a reason to tell you oh, we can't do it. No, no, because I, I was totally gonna buy a load of players, but now I can't. Wow, we were gonna go after Messi. Yeah, oh, I guess we'll have to wait till next. Oh year. no. Oh. Um, but yeah, I think probably maybe a fine. I don't know, but from from the evidence that I've seen online. And it's not much. My detective is work isn't that much. But the way that West Brom tweeted out saying, oh, Sam Allardyce says that he couldn't pick Snodgrass because West Ham wouldn't allow him to, blah, blah, blah. It just seems to me that that's kind of that there was nothing written down. There's nothing official. It was kind of nothing written down as hearsay, I believe, in the legal community. Indeed. So I, I, I think nothing's going to come from it if I'm going to be honest. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think worst case scenario is going to be like a fine or something. But yeah, I don't. I think we're going to get we're going to we're not getting risk of any uh, points deductions. Not that this matters because uh, okay. we've got so many points. We do have a ton of points, but just you know, for where we are on the table, obviously you'll be up as high as you can. But uh, speaking of transfers, I do. Uh, have this so it's a, a video sent in by a, a big fan of ours um because mm. he was like just wanted to summarize how he felt about the transfer window so far with our owners and uh so he sent this little message for our owners uh david golden david sullivan no what are you waiting for do it just do it that's uh that was from Shyla, Shyla, Labu. La, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Sorry, sorry Shyla, I'm misplaced. Big fan, though. Big fan of the show. Uh, so thanks for sending that in. But yeah, I'm not already. It's the same rinse and repeat. We're getting the stories of, oh, West Ham, we tried to get this guy, but then uh, it didn't happen. Then we tried to ask for a loan first with an option to buy, and they didn't like it. It's just the same old shit. 
Yeah. So I've now just got to the point where, like, if if they if they do that crappy photo of them lying on the medical bed with the wires hanging off of them <laughs> with that medical photo, and they're like, got uh, good thumbs up. Until I see that, I don't believe anything. No one's joining us. I'm with you on that. Or until that awkward one where that two-second clip where the guy from France is like awkwardly looking at the phone. Like, uh, uh, come on, you irons. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Until I see one of those videos, I just don't believe anything. So, yeah, that's 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 not going to happen. Probably. Anything, anything more you want to add to the to the to the heights, the highest of the highs of West Ham and the lowest of the lows? We're in the highs right now, so let's just stay in the highs. I don't want to get negative anymore about West Ham. Positive vibes only. It's been working out so well. We're so far. Crack my neck right now. I don't know what's going on with myself. I'm just dying right now. Beautiful. Okay, so let's change gears slightly Ooh, nfl so it was a pretty good weekend in terms of quality of games pretty bad weekend in terms of my picks sucked um first big 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 news so we've got the uh the, the chiefs who are going through to the afc Championship game. championship, third year in a row. Third year in a row. In the AFC Championship. The last coach to do that was Andy Reid with the Eagles back in the early 2000s. Now Andy Reid with the Chiefs has done just the same thing in the opposite conference. Fun fact for you. But obviously the big news for that is uh, Patrick Mahomey not looking good. I mean, uh, he's going to play. You reckon he's gonna play? Like, uh, I would say like a hundred percent he's gonna play. I mean, I guess it depends how bad his the concussion is, but I'm yeah, normally but he'll play. Normally, like right now, I think that's kind of a hot topic. And I think you know NFL are gonna maybe put pressure to like because because it looked a pretty bad concussion the way he, he kind of landed. Um. But yeah, if he comes out and then he's not feeling well, it's not going to be a good look for the league. I uh, do not see how they don't make sure the face of a their franchise and like maybe the league right now is not in there. They're gonna they're gonna shoo him through some concussion protocol. It's the AFC Championship game. He's gonna play, and they play. And Chad Henney was a beast when he came in, minus that one bad interception. I mean, he, so like, yeah, I mean he he. He saw them home, I guess, um, against the Browns. You don't want Chad Henney starting a game, but Chad Henney was pretty clutch when he needed to be. So do you think so on Sunday they play the Bills? Do you think that's that's the make or break situation? If if Mahomes is healthy, boom, then the Chiefs um, are going to the Super Bowl. If he's not, it's the Bills. I really think the Bills are the only team that has an opportunity against the Chiefs in the AFC, at least. Really, I've, I've thought, uh, I think, before the year, 
started, I think my Super Bowl prediction was Saints and Chiefs with the Chiefs repeating. I still think the Chiefs repeat. Um, now I think it's just going to be, uh, I guess, I, I, I think the Packers could hang with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I think the Bills have the defense that the Packers don't have right there. And if the Bills can play physical football and, you know, if it is a subpar Patrick Mahomes, um, if, you know, God forbid he can't play, or something like that. Like I feel like the Bills, they have to have everything go right because the Bills are a better team than they have played the last two weeks. The Bills haven't put it all together. I, I want to say maybe after week 10, the Bills kind of put it together where they were scoring a shit ton of points. Their defense was just playing out of their mind. And so far, you've seen the Stefan Diggs plays, uh, which I think rival kind of the Tyreek Hill thing with uh, Patrick Mahomes where they're going to go deep once each game. Regardless, you just got to accept that that's part of that. So those would cancel each other out in this matchup. I think the Bills defense is just significantly better than the the defenses that the the defense the Chiefs played in in last week in the Browns and the Browns have a good defense, but I really think like, the Colts and the Ravens probably had the two other best defenses besides the Bills and the AFC. And so the Bills have beaten them. I don't think Casey's defense is as good as either of the two teams they've already beaten. If Josh Allen goes off, I think the Bills have a shot. I just, I think this is going to be, uh, Casey's going to repeat. I just, I think that Mahomes is going to play. Mahomes is going to be fired up that he is playing. He's going to fuck some shit up. And I just, I think that it's going to be a close game, but I think the Chiefs win this. What do you yeah. think? What about you? I, I, yeah, I, I think they, once I mean, Mahomes- again, we got to assume Mahomes is going to play, I feel like. If if I think if Mahomes wins, if Mahomes wins, if Mahomes plays, then yeah, I see it being a close game. But I see Chiefs winning. But I I I think at this point in the season, obviously it's the championship game for the division. I think having the quarterback miss that game, I think that's going to be a very big mental knock on the team. And I think yeah. it's going to be the Bills. So that's it's a very one or the other, I think. If Mahomes is healthy, he takes him to the Super Bowl. If he's not, then we're going to see the Bills in the pl- in the Super Bowl, which would be interesting. Which I wouldn't hate that. I like the Bills. The Bills are fun to watch. So I'm just also at the point, like, if, if the Giants aren't involved, then I just want to see something different. That's why mainly, like, I talk shit about Tom Brady. But it's true. It's, oh, I don't want to see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl again. It would be cool to see Tom Brady oh. from the Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. That'd be kind of cool. Eh, I guess. But the last it, time yeah. the Bills were in the AFC Championship, they played the Chiefs, and it was Jim Kelly against Joe Montana. Fun fact. Again, just keeping the fun facts coming, guys. I mean... I wasn't watching when Joe Montana was in his prime, but I know for a fact that that sounds like a while ago. Yeah, it was like he did a Brady thing, but like he was still not, a, he probably wasn't as good as Brady is right now at that point in his career either. Here's another fun fact that I found out switching gears to the NFC, the Bucks versus the Packers. Fun fact Aaron Rodgers isn't 54. Hmm, who'd have known? He's not. He's not 54. I- I thought he was in the same Mm-mm. Brady Breeze type of. I mean, he's he's no he's no spring chicken. He's thirty seven, but still, I thought he was a lot older than that. So that's interesting. But uh, who who have you got in that one? Do you think Brady uses his experience 
to drag the Gronk and Co to the Super Bowl, or do you think uh, A Rogers is going to bring it? Um, I mean, I think I think it's going to be the Packers. I think the Bucks have a defense that's been playing fairly well as of late, but they gave it twenty points to the Saints, and like really, like last week's whole Saints Bucks thing was was uh, you know it was penned as it's breeze against Brady. This is going to be. You know, maybe probably the final time we see these two face off. Wow, what two legendary quarterbacks! But like, I think Brady threw for a hundred something yards and a touchdown, and Breeze didn't really throw for that much. And like, the big offensive play for the Saints was the Jameis Winston trick play. Mm. Like they had to bring in another quarterback to throw that at that point. Like Drew Brees couldn't throw the ball down the field. The Bucks really relied on their running game the majority of that time, and I guess I, you know, like that was working. So that's what you do, like. Scotty Miller had that catch there. Like, like Brady can make the deep throws still, but just it wasn't Brady getting shit done, I feel like, as much as it was like them relying on the run to open up the pass, which is a way to, to do it in football. You know, that, that works. I just think like the Packers have a better offense than the Packers are going to fuck them up. I think this could be, I think the Packers, if there's either game that could be a blowout, I think it could be the Packers. That'd be interesting to see. But yeah, Sunday's game definitely wasn't, it didn't, it didn't live up to the hype. Of you know whenever they were building it up to like Breeze versus Brady, and it's like, and they say eh, it was it was okay. It's like, it was like because I, I know they don't do it so much over here, but in England when I used to live there, whenever Manchester United and Liverpool would play, they would hype just like, oh yeah oh, yeah yeah just mega game, and almost every single time it's like nil nil. That was what it was this weekend. That's all yeah. Peacock kept telling you. And it was like, cool. I'm glad we spent all it, of our time watching this. It was, it, I, I can't remember the last exciting Man United Liverpool game. Um, always. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what this was. So you're going. You're going Packers. So you're going to the Packers. I'm going to go to Packers as well. Because um, am I correct in thinking? That every single time Tom Brady has gone to the Super Bowl, he's won unless he faced the Giants. Or am I missing something? Or, or the Eagles. He yes, yes, Unfortunately. yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Because I was like, because I thought as long as he didn't face an NFC East team, he always won, and he did beat an NFC East team. The Giants were the only team who was ever over against because he won and lost against the Eagles. Right, okay. So, Because in my head, I thought that Tom Brady won every single Super Bowl except for the ones he played against the Giants, and I was like, okay. Because then if he went to the Super Bowl with mm-hmm. the Bucks and he played against like the Chiefs, then I, I think, okay, the Chiefs are going to win and it's going to ruin that cool little fun stat. So I don't want them to make the Super Bowl for that reason. Because I, right. I want Brady to be Eli's bitch until he retires. I mean, he, he will. Be. People forget, and I've tweeted this out, you know, like Brady's got all those rings. So, you know, you can't really take anything from, away from Brady. Like they were, everybody was loving on Drew Brees. And I just was like, hey, let's all take this time to remember that like, if this is Drew Brees' final game, that Eli Manning has more Super Bowl rings than him. So when we're thinking uh, Hall of Fame at the end of, the, you know, these guys, like, in a couple years. Just remember, Eli has two. Drew Brees has one. And then if if Rodgers doesn't get it done this year, next year, whatever, then Rodgers may only have one, too. Eli's got more than Rodgers, too. Makes you think. 
Makes you think. I know there's a lot of shit people want to give Eli. Yeah, he has two of those ranks. I never understood that because I don't understand why Eli doesn't get as much. Because he, he 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 made the dumb faces. Uh, he threw stupid interceptions. I mean, I get it, but he's also like my he's my quarterback. So like, don't fuck mm. with Eli, or like I'm gonna come at you. Like it is our job as Giants fans to defend his honor. I will defend his honor until the death of me, as will I, Danny Dimes. Because I mean, I mean, if you're talking about the conversation of like the when you, with quarterbacks talking about the greatest of all time, yeah, I don't. I, I think it'd be a push to feature Eli in that conversation. I, yeah, I think he was a very, 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 very good quarterback. I don't think he's one of the greatest of all time, but I think yeah, through the yeah, greatest football runs in NFL history. If you're gonna talk about you know, because Aaron Rodgers, everyone just keeps talking about him. Drew Brees, everyone keeps talking about how great he is. I, I don't understand why Eli. Maybe it's because he reti- I don't know, he's retired early ish. But I, 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 I think he's definitely at their level at least. I, just, uh, I mean, at his prime, he was never Drew Brees. He was never Tom Brady. But like in the biggest moments, in the two times he was in the biggest game, in the biggest moments, he had the Manningham pass. And he had the, the, I mean, you have the Kevin Boss escape where he got it to Kevin Boss. Kevin Boss had the huge gain in uh, Super Bowl 42. Then he had the uh, pass to Steve Smith. Then he reads the coverage and is able to go back to Plexico Burris in the very next play. And then, like, I'm not even including the Tyree play because if people want to say that's luck, like, he escaped 18 sacks in one play. Yeah, the throw was a little bit lucky. The catch was a little bit lucky, but, like, it happened, and then the second Super Bowl against the Patriots, they said make him throw it to Manningham, and he threw it a fucking needle in a size like of about like like he literally threw it to like a, a needle. And what was, what was the one and did that? What was the one where he threw it and the guy one handed it and used his helmet to balance it? Well, that, that was the David Tyree. That was David Tyree. That was in the Super Bowl, right? That was in the Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah, okay, like, yeah. In the the two biggest games of his career. The biggest game of the year, Eli made the big play when you needed a guy to make a big play. And, like, you can shit on Eli all you want. Yeah, he has dumb faces. He threw a lot of interceptions. He did – like, he wasn't the best regular season quarterback. But, like, he fucked people up in the Super Bowl twice. If you do it once, it's a fluke. You do it twice, you can't call it a fluke. I don't think you can call it a fluke. You can say it's the defense, and defense was a big part of it. But Eli had to get some stuff done on offense. And two times, he led the Giants down the field – in the fourth quarter with less than five minutes to go to give them the lead and force Tom Brady to throw Hail Marys and try and make things happen. And it's not like Tom Brady hasn't borne any f- funky faces either. Right, but just Eli had, like, he was the king of dumb faces. He had resting dumb face. Yeah, he, they always caught him in, like, a weird, like a weird screen grab face, always. But we love him. And he's absolutely hilarious on Twitter and on these Frank's Red Hot commercials. Like, I love Eli. He can do no wrong. He can do no wrong. It, it, it's just his monotone, boring way he speaks. It, but yeah, he has. A, he's very funny. He's a, got a great sense of humor. He's a nice guy. I love the guy. I'm going to tag him. Eli, come on the show. Yeah, Eli, oh, dude, that'd be great. I'd love it if Eli would come on the show. My wife wouldn't because we'd be on this show for about five hours. But Eli, remember, remember, remember that first time you ready? How 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 cool is that? It would just be me turning into Chris Farley. Like, dude, 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 what about, what about, what about when, when you guys came back from like twenty points down to beat the Eagles? Remember that? That was, does, does. And then, and then it'd be like, 
Hey, Eli, remember that story you just told us? Tell it again. So that was so great. Eli, are you doing something different to your hair, man? I love it. <laughs> and, like, and Alex just uh, just freaked out over Eli being talking to him the entire time. So it may, we might not get too much done, but it'd be awesome if he wanted to come on. I don't think he will, but. So if you, the viewer, would like to support us, tag Eli Manning. Tell him to come on the show. Um, but also, before we have to do the, the plugs, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up and the subscribe. Um, like and subscribe, guys. Hit that like, subscribe. Tell a friend, like, and subscribe, too. And there's people watching. If you're watching, write, write, write something. We'll put it on the screen and refer to it. I want to know you're talking. Everyone's being shy today. I feel like I'm just talking to myself. We talked about BYOB strip clubs today. Come on, you have to have a. You guys didn't on that. care. You didn't even care. Um, but yeah, if, you're, if you're watching on Twitch, um, hit the follow button. I think on Twitch. If you're watching on Facebook, hit the likes. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CBB Pod, Instagram at CBB Pod. Um, that's a great way to support us. Another way to support us now. Boom. What? What? If you want to support us what? monetarily, but you don't even have to. Know. It's a pandemic. Not but like a donation. You but get things for it. You get shit for this. We've got some great new merch, um, including uh, Rocky Balboa, the Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa, the Paraguayan, the Rocky, the Paraguayan stallion mm-hmm. uh, T-shirt that I designed. Also, you got the CBB Live logo T-shirts. You got the mugs with. Mini me and Alex on this. Let me get the mug just because it'll feel like we're like a late night show. And then I'll just, we can start doing spit takes, Mike. We can start doing spit takes. Like you'll tell me something funny. I'm like, <laughs> hilarious. And water will go everywhere. It'll be, it'll be funny afterwards because I have to clean up all that. But it'll be hilarious for like the, for the viewers. One more reason to watch. And I just like the idea of drinking beer out of a mug. That's also cool. Makes it classic. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're drinking. It doesn't count as a drink. But one thing I did do, dear viewer, is so not to get too deep in the background of it, but basically whenever you create a product on this this website, it suggests a price. But I lowered the prices just so because I obviously yeah. we want to make money, duh. But I appreciate duh. right now, you know, you know, things are a little bit tough. So obviously I want to look after you as well. Um, so the prices are very good. Go is to the COVID, is it COVID nineteen dollars for each thing? It, it they might be in about 30 minutes time you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you go to merch.claretbigblue.com check it out um it's got some cool stuff on there i'm very proud of rocky balboa and it's uh, we've got some yeah, other ones great. going on there soon uh that alex is working on that he's very happy with uh, we'll get those on there no spoilers alerts but we'll go in there um and then before we move on to our goodbyes and Emotional farewells. Obviously, today is Claret and Big Blues Day. I'm working on that. I'm going to try to slide that in. No, that's good. Claret and Big Blues Day. And you know why Claret and Big Blues Day is great? Because it's the best West Ham Giants podcast there is. Duh. Yeah, that. But also, also on Taco Tuesday. The day after is gravy day gravy. so gravy day. tomorrow i'm assuming i'm hoping uh, definitely it's a brand new episode of past the gravy our podcast daddies yeah alex tell yeah. them uh, 
sneak preview. What what are, what are you going to be discussing with the boys? Oh, dude, I mean, yeah, it's a let's just say it's a big day tomorrow. I'm passing. Can be, I don't know if you know what's going four on. Hour show. It might be because it's inauguration day, and you know how you know how we like to handle presidential inaugurations, which is probably not at all. But we're going to talk about transitions of power and all kinds of other transitions and whatever else comes up. Uh, I mean, you know, like, like I did successfully eat crawfish every week for an entire year. That is a record. And we will discuss that. You know, the Cal Ripken of crawfish has completed the streak. I mean, the streak's not completed, but the streak's hit a year. So that's a pretty big milestone. And then we're going to, just like we did our uh, predictions for the football games, we're going to pick against the spread tomorrow. And, you know, whatever else comes up, we're going to answer some questions and tell you guys what's not cool. And let's just say, spoiler, the construction in my apartments has not been very cool. And I'm going to go off on some people. Hasn't that featured on the not cool section about five well, times? It, it has been, but it's not done yet. We got new things we're complaining about tomorrow. Ooh, snap. Oh, one thing I didn't mean to mention you. I was going to text it to you, but I forgot. So I'm going to mention it now. Uh, last week's podcast where you was kind of like working on a title because obviously last week was the big impeachment mm-hmm. that you was like, I just, while I was listening to it, I, you know, where you like, you're listening to a podcast maybe, and they're discussing something and you literally just yell it out as if they could hear you, but obviously they can't. Have you ever done um, that before? Yes. Yes. So I'm listening to you guys discuss the, the cool pun title of the podcast. And I was like, Mission impeachable. Ugh. That's good. Also, got people said like impeaches and cream would have been a good one. Just like like I mean, we, our whole bit was like we said unpeached one time. Somebody got mad because like they didn't. They were like, "You you idiots really don't even know that it's called impeached." Like, no, I do. That's why. So then we had to go unpeached to Electric Boogaloo. But yeah, Pass Great Podcast at Pass Great Pod. Listen to us every uh, Wednesday. Wherever you're listening to Claire Big Blue, we're also there too. So go check us out. Because now Claire Big Blue's on iTunes, it's on Spotify. It's everywhere, pretty much. Let me get that back up. Boom. It's even there. Look, on the mark. Because I don't know why. I don't know why Apple don't want to tell me that it's on there, but I had to find it myself, but whatever. You always gotta check. You always gotta check. Give us a five star view on Apple podcast as well. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I think we should uh because it's the Gravy Awards that you do this at the end of the year, but we might have to start to try to slide it in there on this show as well. Just try to leave us a, f- a shitty or funny review on Apple Podcasts, and uh, we'll read it out. That we'll give you give you a shout out. I like that. There is no so I think if you want to if you don't know how to look it up because I appreciate there's a lot of podcasts I've heard. Rumor has it there's a lot of podcasts on Apple Podcasts. People are saying there's at least twelve, uh, if not more. Yeah, at least twelve. So just go to your mobile browser, type in Apple dot claretbigblue.com. It's gonna take you right there. Boom! I've, I've, I've done all the hard work for you. Done all the hard work for you. What do you want from me? And you're thinking, wow, thanks, Mike. You've saved me so much time. How can I yeah. repay you? How can I repay you? Boom! Merch dot Great idea. It would be a great idea if you wanted to repay this guy. You know, Put in all the work. You know, it's, it's meet me in the middle. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Meet me in the middle. Work makes the dream work, guys. But uh, yeah. So next week, 
what are we going to be talking about next week? We're going to be, I guess, previewing the Super Bowl. Super Bowl in two weeks, we'll have a week off, so we'll just be talking West Ham. Because, oh, yeah, next week should have been... recap the, the games. Next week should have been the Pro Bowl. Right, but we're not going to talk about the Pro Bowl. Because it it's not even a Pro Bowl, it's like a celebration. We're not going to talk about an award ceremony. We're like, you could have played the made-up game. Yeah, and we're not going to celebrate a celebration of Evan Ingram. Exactly, because he's the, Fuck that guy. Evan Ingram being in the Pro Bowl shows you what the Pro Bowl means. So we've got wait. So well, I guess we uh, no. Yeah, I guess that maybe we could do a two part, two week preview of the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, that's gonna be nuts. So what, are they gonna are they replacing the Pro Bowl with just some really shitty televised? I, don't award know. Show probably or something. Stupid. Yeah. Probably something like remote. Well, if you want to watch NFL players on a Zoom call, <laughs> here's your chance, kids. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, we're going to be talking about. I really should have prepared for this. I guess we're going to be reviewing uh, West Ham's hopeful victory over Doncaster. And then, oh, shit. We have another one o'clock kickoff on Tuesday against Crystal Palace. So we're going to have two games to review. It's going to be amazing. It's gonna, we're all going to love it. It's going to be a great time. Can't wait. And uh, hopefully next week we'll have some transfer news because remember. Transfer news. No, what are you waiting for? Do it. Do it. Until then, remember to like us and all that bullshit. Uh, don't be a dick. Hit the like button. Do it. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your mother-in-law. She'll love the show. Uh, but until then, see you next Tuesday. <laughs>